All right, and welcome to Rise and Shine, Creating 2020 Vision. We are back with day 32 and conversation number two in our action theme. And I have with me here today, Joel Salomon and Molly Singh. Welcome, Joel and Molly. Thank Thanks you. for having us, Kim. Appreciate it. Excited to I'm, be here. I'm excited to have both of you here. This is the first time I've in a very long time, if ever, had a show with two guests at the same time. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and real quick, I just want to say hello to our live audience, as well as any replay viewers. Go ahead and say hello down in the comments. I see we have Helene, who's already with us. Hello, Helene. And as always, let us know what you're taking away from today's conversation, what comes up for you as we talk about action. And of course, we're gonna be sharing with you more about what Joel and Molly do and how it all fits together. I, I love what uh, what they're working on. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and get into sharing a little bit more about who both Joel and Molly are. So let me bring up my notes on that. So just in a little tiny nutshell, Joel Salomon is a chief prosperity officer and an expert in the fields of finance. And Molly Singh is a university professor with an MBA in global business and a Gottman 7 principles leader. And together they are infinite, well, they are both infinite possibilities trainers and together they are the forthcoming authors of the new book, Infinite Love and Money, which is releasing in early 2021. And so real quick, if you'd like to connect with Joel, you can go to salarmore.com, which is S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com, where you can connect with Molly over at mollysing.com. And that's M-O-L-L-I-E-S-I-N-G-H.com. Hello, you two. Hi. Hi. So will you both just uh, maybe start with Joel and we'll move on to Molly. Just tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Joel, you want to go ahead? Ladies first. Okay. I um, am, as you mentioned, a university professor as well as a seven leaders coach. And I also am an infinite possibilities leader. And I took the two works, Infinite Possibilities and the Gottman Seven Principles, and I combined them to create a new book called Infinitely Loving. And it's a workbook very akin to the Infinite Possibilities book. And it follows with it and matches the Gottman Principles of making a marriage work. So, wow. so I'm very excited about that. And then Joel and I met and, uh, well, we, connected on that level. And we decided that since money is one of the biggest conflicts that people have, perhaps it's time that we write a love and money book that combines all these things. I think that's awesome. I, that's wonderful. Yeah. Joel, will you tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Sure. So I, as you mentioned, I am a prosperity coach. That's what I call myself a money coach. So I teach people how to change their mindset around money from limiting beliefs to empowering beliefs scarcity and lack to prosperity and abundance. So it's all about shifting the mindset. But then I also teach how to invest, you know, how to invest in the stock market. In my uh, bestseller last year, The Nine Money Rules, Millionaires Use, I, I gave people the five proprietary step stock screen that I created. And I also created a, a seven-step real estate screen to invest in real estate. So I teach people how to invest, uh, people who, that they can, I teach people that they can do it themselves, uh, DIY investing. And then I also teach people how to improve their credit score, 
you know, a lot of people are struggling these days, how to get out of debt, how to get their credit score up, and also uh, their financial freedom number, which we talk about in Infant Love and Money as well. So it's um, really important to know your finances, to, to know where you are and where you want to get to. And when you calculate your financial freedom number, you can see where you are and, and how far you are away from being financially free. So those are the kinds of things I, I teach uh, to my clients. And as Molly said, you know, I uh, we we had this uh, idea a couple of years ago that, you know, the number one re- or one of the number one reasons why cop- couples relationships end is money. And mm-hmm. Molly being an expert couples coach, I figured you know, partnering, partnering with her and, and helping couples to overcome this this big problem we can we can help couples stay in relationships longer and have a better relationship with money as well awesome well i would love to get your thoughts on just action in general let's just start off with that so when you think of the role action plays in moving towards a goal what comes to mind for you and molly uh, what are your thoughts so I, i think kim one of the big things that we strive to do and what I strive to do is to help couples teach couples how to have a better relationship with each other through communication and I do offer some really great techniques in conflict resolution in both the books um and we really want to teach couples how to have a better relationship with each other and with money because they just don't have that so what what would you say is the first step when it comes to taking action and doing that I think that for we talk a lot about our beliefs and our backgrounds, um, as you know, in when when we our beliefs and backgrounds are so important because it shapes us as to who we are today. So if both couple, both people in the couple can sit down together and say, "Hey, this is how I would define life, and this is where I, why I think this," and potentially even how I want this to change. And we we have a list of words that that we go through and say, how do you define these words? Because that's the root of the communication. Life might mean one word to me and it might mean something else to you. To me, money might mean one something and it might mean something else to you. To, for example, money for me is freedom, but to someone else, it could be the root of all evil. So understanding where those thoughts come from is what can actually help you move forward together and change together. I love that. That is such a good point, Molly, about really uh, what I'm hearing is taking time to go, okay, you know, we love each other. We're in this, you know, partnership together. Mm -hmm. And if something's not connecting quite right or whatever, what can we do about it? Rather than assuming that things just are the way they are, what maybe can we do differently? And that's such a great thing to look at is even just the way we think of certain basic words, we may assume everyone has the same definition mm-hmm. and to, to, to be open to taking action on, okay, let me l- explore that a little further beyond what I, what I thought I was seeing. Let me take that a little further and see what shows up. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. For, for me, taking action is starting with a small step. You know, we're, we had this idea, you know, we want to help people. We want to help people in relationships. How can we do this? Let's do a webinar. Let's, you know, we'll try to book together and help people. So it's it's taking tiny little baby steps. Okay, let's write a chapter together. You take this chapter, This I'll take this chapter. Just small little baby steps 
in in taking the action. I what I tell my clients is, you know, it's you know, I, I truly believe in meditation and visualizing, right? I wholeheartedly, in fact, rule number four in the nine money rules millionaires use is visualizing, right? But you can't just sit at home and meditate and visualize all day. You have to get out into the world. I don't know any billionaires, by the way, who just sit at home and meditate and visualize all day. They get out into the world and take some action. We also, I'm sorry. We oh, also write out um, some great examples of and steps to make changes. And, and that's one of the things we start off with is you start small first. One of the things that I also like to do is to say, okay, you make one small change and hold on to that change for 30 days. And wow. then assess and move forward because you'll find across many theories and religions that everyone will say that it's there's a 30 to 40 day building of a habit. That's what it takes to build your habit. And once you build that habit, it becomes part of you. And then you can create another little change. What would you say? Well, and before I get into the next question, I want to acknowledge Carol is with us and she's saying communication is the most important action to create a better relationship. Baby, baby steps are important. Yes, absolutely, Carol. And so I actually wanted to, to touch on that baby steps part again. I, Molly, I love what you were suggesting about just take one step and sit with that for, you know, 30 days, practice that for 30 days. Would you be able to give us an example of like what could be one baby step that a couple could do for 30 days? Sure. So one baby step that a couple could do for 30 days is to actually take note of what they're spending. So one of the things that Joel recommends is to create a ledger of what you spend every day. And before you make the change, that in and of itself, the observance of your habit is a change. So create your ledger. Look at that for 30 days and then assess and say, you know what? Maybe we don't need to go for coffee three times a day outside. Maybe. Who knows? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, goodness. Um, I used to I used to go for coffee quite a bit and I've scaled back. It's nice. <laughs> I can relate. OK, awesome. Well, OK, so now you both are already published authors on your own, and then you decided to come together and write a book together. And so what was, let's just talk about the action involved in that. And I know you guys are still in the process of writing and creating the book, but but was that, a, I don't know, when you thought of, of coming together and doing that, you know, did, did even that, I hope this isn't going too deep for either of you, I'm just coming up with this. Did, <laughs> Did, did, uh, was there some uneasiness or some, um, some like, Ooh, you know, I, I don't know what would that be like? And how do we do that? And was there any of that that showed up and how did you move through that? No, I can go first on, on this, you know, great question clearly because in any, to, to me in any relationship, right. You have to think about building that relationship over time. We knew each other. We, met at infinite possibilities we became trainers together we actually became much you know we knew of each other but when we both spoke in new orleans at the train the trainer infinite possibilities that mike and andy Dooley do that's when we really got to know each other so there was some relationship already developed but obviously it wasn't as close as we are now so for me any relationship you build trust over time right we were we learned about each other, learned about e our different points of view. No one's exactly the same, so we're learning each other's points of view and and learning how 
each other thinks and and feels and and for me that it's it's been great to to learn about Molly and everything she's accomplished and you know it, to me I, I'm just so grateful that she agreed to work with me because you know she's you know she's a university professor and she's always consulting and and this expert couples coach so you know I I'm 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 so grateful that uh, we're working together and and doing things to help people. I think it's fantastic because you guys both have, uh, you know, and I, I just met Molly. I've known Joel, Joel a little longer, but what I can tell is you guys both have a depth of expertise in your arena. And so you're coming together and I'm going to, we're talking about couples. So I'll just say marrying the two together. Right. And that is a lot of baby steps. That is a lot of, um, we're going to do this and then do this and do this. And eventually what's I think going to be fantastic is you're going to literally have a birthing of a book when you're done. And that's all those baby steps combined. So I think it's fantastic. So let's talk just a little bit about now, I guess the, the money aspect of it, Joel, what would you say are maybe some of the, I guess two things are coming up. What would you say are some easy steps and Molly, actually, I think you already provided one, but I was gonna say, what would you say is an easy step for people to start making changes and grow their money? But also what would you say is maybe one of the challenging things people have a hard time with putting into action, but makes a big difference once they do? Well, the latter, I think Molly already addressed yeah, exactly. is the budget. You know, it's like a four letter word. Are you kidding? Like when I, I remember one client, when I told them like, keep track of everything you spend for a day and then continue to do it. Like everything, what? Are you kidding me? No, this, I'm not gonna, I can't keep track of everything. So the budget is very challenging. And I, you know, I, I, I tell people, and the reason why it's, it's rule number seven of the nine money rules is more than 80% of millionaires budget, more than 80% of millionaires budget. So don't you want to be like a millionaire? Like you want to act as if you're a millionaire. So budget. Right. So, but it's a big challenge, you know, it's um, keeping track of, of numbers either in a spreadsheet or in QuickBooks. It's not something that people love to do, but like Molly said, once you develop the habit, you know, it, it can become second nature. It's easy for you. And, and if you have a business, you know, start on the business first, cause it's easier cause you already have probably some, some apps that you use and it's, it's healthy to know where your business cash flow is. So that I would say that's the, that's a challenging piece of the pie for, you know, money and, and relationships. Are there any common questions that people tend to have once they start budgeting and they start to see, you know, what they're doing and maybe making decisions like, okay, I don't need to spend money on this anymore, but are there any other themes or, or patterns that people tend to come across and then, maybe feel stuck, like they don't know how to change it? Well, I think the biggest thing is surprise. People are surprised by how much they spend on coffee okay. or chocolate or okay. fantasy teams. It's it's usually there's a surprise as to, wow, I, I spend that much money a month, that much money a year. and And what we teach is that, you know, if you could just, save that the compounding effect of even just you know five dollars a day right 150 dollars a month 1800 a year that becomes 
you know, $50,000 in just 10 years. Wow. Downing. And imagine if you had okay. an extra $50,000. Yeah. Molly, where would you say the love piece comes into all this and how, how, how do the money and love combine? So I, I do have to say that I'm in, um, I feel completely indebted to Joel because it was his epiphany. And when he came to me with this, it was, it was one of those things like, Oh my God, of course, what a great idea. And it, it came, it, there was no hesitation for me to say, yes, let's do this because it was such a natural fit. Um, and I, I, I'm so grateful to him for thinking it. Um, and I think that the love comes in because when two people are coupled together, they're they're in love. And we tend to put these rose-colored glasses on. And in Infinitely Loving, I do talk about wearing those rose-covered glasses and continuing to appreciate your partner more than you criticize your partner because criticism's terrible in a relationship and in, in anything, but especially in a relationships. So when it comes to um the love part of money is we tend to separate love and money and we really need to bring it together. We need to say, I love you and not, I love you, but no, I love you, but you spend too much money. I love you. And I love that you want to spend, buy me flowers every month, but maybe, you know, from the grocery store every once in a while, cause you know, or however that plays out, <laughs> or maybe pick a flower or maybe a photo of flowers. <laughs> I mean, again, it goes back to the budgeting. You, the love part of it is to appreciate what you have in your partner and what your partner's trying to do. And then to go back to the communication. If you know that your partner is spending and you have, again, coming back to the budget, it becomes a full circle here. You know that you have a budget. Okay, we have a budget for, for X amount of dollars for flowers or X amount of dollars for coffee, this is what you're going to do. And this is how you're, this is where you're going to fit into that budget on a monthly basis or not. I mean, and if it's not, then that's where the conflict comes in. So one of the things that we do in the book, Kim, is we, we have a parable that goes through the entire book. So we talk about a couple that is having some conflict, some issues and, and Molly, you could talk about that, but it's, um, it's something that I think is fun as you read the book to, to follow the couple through the book. Nice. Yes. So it is a couple. They are um, they are sitting in their divorce proceedings in arbitration. They didn't go to court, and um, you basically have it. It's all about the financial aspects of where did this money go and. And wait, why is there an understanding of interest rates? Is there an understanding of bills and debt? And which leads into the, these great chapters that Joel has written. But yes, there is a, a couple that is in deep conflict and it stems from not communicating. Hmm. The the phrase, what you appreciate, appreciates is coming to yes. yes. Yeah, sadly, the couple didn't talk and never learned how to talk. And that's what Joel and I are trying to do. Teach couples that it's good to talk about money and how to talk about money. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. know about you, Kim, or you, Molly, but like when I was growing up, I didn't hear my parents talk about money. And, you know, I, I try to talk to my kids about money every chance I get when we're making decisions. 
You know, I have uh, have like one story in the book about when I was my my daughter and I were my oldest daughter and I were in Newport, Rhode Island, and she saw a sweatshirt she really wanted to buy. And so she's 16 and it was $55. And I thought that's a little bit much. Um, so there's many ways to go about, you know, that kind of conversation, right? It's okay. You know, you pay for it or no, we can't have it. Um, that's too expensive. You know, those kind of comments, or you could, have a conversation and say, look, you know, if you really want it, I'll pay X dollars and you pay Y dollars, right? I'll pay half, you pay half, um, you know, as opposed to we can't, we're not buying that. That's too yeah. expensive. We can't afford, and that's what I got growing up. And, you know, so you learn from that from your parents as, as opposed to having the conversation about, you know, is this you know, $55 could be, you know, three weeks of groceries for the family, or two weeks of groceries, whatever it is, right? So do you want to spend it on a sweatshirt, you know, that you, know, you don't need? Yeah. Let me ask you both, now that I have you here together, what is your vision for this book? A, a lot of why I've been, we've been doing this Rise and Shine, creating 2020 vision series is all about bringing it back to how am I going to get to where I want to go? What am I doing today to get there? And starting off, we started off this whole series with vision, moved into mindset, emotions, and now we're on action. So I just want to ask you both together, what is your what is your vision for this book and how it can help people? If you don't mind, Joel, I'm going to go first. Um, yeah. So the, the vision is... Um, to have couples connect at a deeper level and to know that money isn't taboo. And in fact, money is part of your growth together individually and together and not to be afraid of being in a relationship with somebody because of money, because they have less money or you have more money or we have money differences. But really when you think about it, depending on which statistic you look at it, divorce rate is 40 to 50%. Um, and a lot of that is about money. And so my vision is to have couples have a better relationship and less divorce rate. More saying that. Yeah, and, and that's mine too. I, I mean, the reason why I had the epiphany is I want to help companies stop getting divorced, right? And, you know, we want to reach as many couples as we can and help them, especially during these volatile times. And mm -hmm. You know, we want to help bring calm to relationships as opposed to more stress and, and you know, so for, for me, that that's key. You know, we want to help couples understand their relationship better and understand the relationship with money better. I love it. Well, one of the things I like to do on this show, and I'm just being mindful of the time, we have a few minutes still left, but one of the things I like to do is I like to pull cards. <laughs> so... I'm going to shuffle and pull a card. And while I'm doing that, will you both tell everyone um, where they can go to connect with you beyond this? I know I gave your websites earlier. I don't know if you have somewhere else you'd like to direct them to for the book or anything else. Good, Molly. Oh, so uh, you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, Molly Singh. You can also, my website is Molly Singh, M-O-L-L-I-E-S-I-N-G-H.com can email me through there. And um, yeah, I'd love to connect with anybody. Um, reach out, let me know. 
Yeah. And and Kim, I think you gave my web address, S-A-L-A-U-R-M-O-R.com. People can connect with me there, but if anybody wants to email me, feel free. It's joel at salamo.com as well. And I gave everybody 30 minutes free prosperity coaching. So just reach out to me on my website. Same here. Anyone listening, just mention the video, 30 minutes free. Awesome. That's very generous of both of you. Well, and I know the book is coming out in spring 2021. Is there an exact date or anything more? Go ahead. We're targeting mid-June. Okay. Got it. Yep. Well, we do both have books out on Amazon. If either, if anyone is interested, we have our individual books out. Fantastic. Well, okay. So let's, let's just add on to this message. Let's see what a self-love card wants to come through. And let's see here. One of, oh, never mind. Something popped up already. <laughs> we have three cards. Okay. The first card is my past is part of the richness and fullness of life. And the second card is I open myself to all good. And the third card is I choose a bright future now. Awesome. Love them. One of the things I do. I, okay. So Molly, I don't know if you know this. I, I, I it was in the email, but um, one of the things I like to do at the end of this series is I pose a question to my guests and um, it's a fun question. The audience here, they know what's coming. And so I would like to ask both of you, would you be open to making up a random song with the word actions or action, or it could be love, money, infinite in it? I'll repeat the question. Would you <laughs> so it just has to be, it just has to show up once. <laughs> Molly, you can say no. It's just <laughs> I'm a yes and kind of lady. So um I, I have a poem. I have a poem. Do it you? Has love in it. Would, would you, you like, like to share that with us? I would love to. That would be awesome. Okay. We were two people who came together. Little did we know we could love so fiercely, entwine so passionately, fight so mightily, love so dearly. May we grow, be it snowy or sunny. I am you and you are me. We are so because we are we. May we always know we are one. Oh, that is. Did you write that? I did. I love that. That's fantastic. Thank you, Molly. Yes. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Very powerful. That is perfect. Um, well, we are nearing the end of our show today. Is there anything else either of you would like to share about the importance of taking action for, you know, that love and money to come together for couples to, like you were talking about bridging that gap and, and maybe healing those aspects of the relationship that were out of sync um, through the concepts of love and money that you're both sharing. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I would. So we talk about the parable who, uh, with the couple who's in deep conflict and in their divorce proceedings. And I think that if they had taken action to sit down and talk to one another about why they're doing or spending or, you know, any of the questions that we pose in our upcoming book, I think that it would have been a very different outcome for them. So action, I think action is about lovingly sitting down to have that conversation. 
I okay. So I want to take it out of the action for a moment. Are there any thoughts that come up for you when, when you think about the value of intuitively listening? Intuitively listening, not verbally communicating, but intuitively listening to each other. Does anything come up? Of course. Um, I think one of the things, um, and I, and I kind of talk about this in in the Infinitely Loving Workbook is is one of the things that we really like to do is say, well, I've known him or I've known her for so many years, or we, or even my husband and I, and we have a wonderful relationship. We'll say, well, you know, we've been together for 10 years. Don't you know this by now? And it's, it is that stopping. We're not stopping to be present in the moment. And I think that if at any time we stop to be present in the moment, we reach for love before we reach for anger or frustration. And that is, is the best part is being present. And that would be the intuitiveness. That's beautiful. Thank you for adding that Molly. Wow. Wonderful. Well, Joel and Molly, thank you so much for being here today. I I appreciate you being here and sharing your thoughts on action and also this beautiful combination of love and money and, and how, um, I mean, so much more, so many more metaphors could be made out of this to me. This is like the combination of the, the masculine and the feminine, right? It's the, it's gaining more flow. It's more connection. It's, it's all of that. So it's also about balance and balance and harmony. That word, yeah, harmony. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much to both of you for being here. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere just yet. Uh, Thank you to our live and replay audience today. Um, We have Carol here. here. I think she wrote this after you said your poem. She says, beautiful Molly. And and, uh, Helene is also saying, I love that Molly saying, thank you for sharing with us. And Joanne, it's so good to see you here too. She's saying, Thank you, Joel, Molly, and Kim. Absolutely. So thank you to each of you for being here today. Let us know if anything else came up for you in today's conversation. Wherever you listened or heard this, we were live on Facebook, YouTube, and we'll also be on Apple Podcasts and other platforms tomorrow. So with that said, remember, this is still your time, your year. What are you focusing on? What are you taking action on so that you can create the vision you want to experience this year and beyond. We'll be back again on Monday with another fantastic guest, another show, and I will see you all then. Stay right there, Joel and Molly. Bye, everybody.